Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give it to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The I am that I am. He reigns. Friends, this is one of those mornings where words, you know, I'm not one of those that will shut up words, but I thank God for grace. Let us pray. Father, we are gathered as a vast concourse of people looking up to you, the author and finisher of our faith. Spirit of the living God, take absolute preeminence this morning. Let everyone under the sound of my voice receive a cogent witness of your word in their lives from this moment. I yield my entire faculties to you, and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Good morning and God bless you, CGCC. I know you've received the unction to declare peace to your neighbor, peace to their households, and peace to all that they have. That will be permanent in Jesus' name. And to our beautiful audience watching via live streaming, I bid you welcome to the house of grace. I want to thank God for this opportunity, and I trust him to see me through. It is not so easy to come off the blocks after you receive a call from the seven of us here. Thank you most heartily, sir, for this opportunity. I pray it will take a long time before my tongue comes up again. <laughs> Hallelujah. This morning I'll be... Using the text of scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 27, as the main text of scripture, amongst others. And thereafter, I trust God to be able to share some nuggets that will help us. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 9:24, it reads, and I quote, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run! in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body. And I bring it into subjection, 
lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. For want of time, I would have loved to go through, but let me, let's take the message version, just one of that. Just let's take the message. First Corinthians 9. You've all been to the stadium and seen the athletes race. Everybody runs. One wins. Run to win. Say to your neighbor, run to win. Run to win. All good athletes train hard. If you don't know, go and ask Hussein Bolt. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You are after one that is gold eternally. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No sloppy living for me. I'm staying a lot and in top condition. I'm not going to get, to get caught napping. Telling everyone else all about it. And then, missing out myself. Brethren, this morning I want to share a very simple message that I believe by His grace will help a few of us come out of our various states of wonder and possible despair. This message may not necessarily be for everybody. It is meant to encourage all those who feel a lack of accomplishment. Those who feel they are yet to capture the now frequency. And by so doing, may inadvertently have disqualified themselves already. Number one, hold on to your faith even when you feel too weak to have any left. Life is a relay race with different seasons. Great USA fell like a pack of cards. And Nigeria, who had no place, took the center stage. I announce to you that the recovery of Nigeria is now in the name of Jesus. Number two, don't be distracted by the crowd. Run your race to win. Keep the focus. And number three, follow the Lord's rules as an athlete must do in order to win. Friends, the title of my exhortation this morning is Don't Write Off Yourself. The word write-off means the following. It could be a vehicle or other object that is too badly damaged to be repaired. It could also mean a worthless or ineffectual person or thing. The finance experts will tell you it is a cancellation from an account or a bad debt or worthless asset. This I wish I had time. I would tell you a little, I would have told you a little story about my little time in Kadri. <laughs> that you'll understand that when they tell you you need to write off and the board sits, they have 18 billion write-off. Everybody will shake. When they tell you that there are assets that are lying fallow, just look at our country. So many assets that have been written off. Brothers and sisters, true dreams come to pass as a result of tedious activity that is channeled towards the dream. Winning a race requires purpose and discipline. This illustration was used by Apostle Paul to explain the Christian life. It takes hard work, self-denial, and grueling preparation. 
from the text of scripture we read, you find that it depicted a sense of running towards a heavenly reward. You cannot attain this reward observing from the grandstand. You need to be involved first and foremost, and then be equipped with the essential disciplines to enable you run with vigor and stamina. Because of time, I will, with your permission, focus on some nuggets, hopefully to give you the right nudge so you don't write off yourself. In that video, even the commentary, the commentator was so sure. If you know about Bahamas 2015 IWF Championships, it was already written, you know, when they say it's settled. It was settled that the gold, four by one, ticked. Now, for, let me put it in a perspective that you'll understand. When people are going for a championship, say the Olympics, they have different goals. Some prepare, some countries prepare to top the chart. And so they strategize. And in that preparation, what do they do? They will of necessity look at the sports that come with the highest number of medals and then assess themselves vis-a-vis -vis where they stand against those particular ones. So, for example, athletics will give you about 40 medals. Swimming will give you about 37. Football will give you one. Now, a country that is serious about it, China, America, they've gone in for the top spot. We'll make sure that athletes are well prepared. They start grooming them from single digits all the way through, and they become miracles to you and I. But the country like Nigeria, like some other countries, will want to participate. And so you find them carrying a retinue of people, a football team, the coaching crew, the back-end staff, and then the supporters club. At the end of it all, they may not even get the gold. Waste of time, waste of resources, waste of everybody's time. That is what happens to you and I. And that's what Paul is saying. That you look at the trophy. Do you want the trophy? Do you want to participate? Or you want to top the chart? When you look at that with that frame of mind... It changes the entire dialogue. And that's why the month of July now, very many of you are downcast. Because at the start of the year, by the word of the Lord, 2019, God's bountiful blessings. Many of us have been signing off on it, my GBB year. When they look at your life, there's no G, not to talk of BB. There is nothing to show that God is alive and is ruling in the affairs of who you are. You get to a certain place and they look at you and they tell you, wait, don't enter. It could even be the construct of how you prepare from home. Some of us just dress anyhow. And then you're going to a place you want to see the MD. From the gate, the gate man will tell you, Bros, you won't see MD. He looks at what he's seeing and says, this one, visitor to MD. Okay, I better go back. You have disqualified yourself from the home because of preparation. Just preparation. If you have a clean shirt, if you have clean pants, sorry, Shokoto, you know, <laughs> Americans, and 
my Coca-Cola life is still haunting me. Shokuto, well talked in, well groomed. I'm now talking to the guys because a lot of, with this beard gang, I have nothing against it. But there are some beard you look at and you just wonder. But you have to leave them. When I look at my son, Akanimo, sometimes, you know, I look at it and say, guy, isn't this thing becoming wild rushes? He said, dad, don't worry. I said, come. You will sleep at night and I'll do you Delilah. <laughs> he would then smile. But what am I saying? I'm talking about at the end of the day. When the chips are down, you watch someone else walking, swimming in God's bountiful blessings. The family, so much is happening in and around. And then you get into despair. You begin to write off yourself. Don't. Why? Principle number one. Run your race to win and run straight to the goal. What I'm saying to you is focus. Seven of us here took us through a fantastic session, penultimate Sunday. Don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on the past. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 4. Philippians 3 verse 4. Technology help me. Though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I'm more so. That's what Paul was saying. Just go straight to verse 12. Paul was giving out his CV. And I'll tell you why. Go to verse 12 straight. Go give me verse 12. And then after reading out his CV, he said, not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I do what? I press on. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Very many of you, because everything that you're doing is of the flesh, and we've been told that the secret of good success is one thing. What is that one thing to you? Many of us are so cluttered. On my radio program this last, last week, I started a session on simplicity. I started letting people know that, you know, you need to declutter. I mean, you, why must you look so complex? Why must your mind be complex? And that's why Paul will say, be ye transformed in the renewness of your mind. So many of us are carrying so much. At the end of the day, you're not even focused on anything. What is that one thing? You now start relying on your strength. And when that strength fails... You despair. You begin to get your hands into things you otherwise would not. Because you become desperate. Why are you desperate? Over what? i tell you one thing. It was a tough call for me to walk away from corporate. I was 49. My, my tax at that time to the state was seven digits. Seven digits. I won't tell you the figure. I called my wife when I was going to make that call. I went to Paris and I told my boss I was tired. I was very restless and I needed to leave. And I told my team in Nigeria and in Ghana, I said, folks, this trip to Paris is a make or mar trip when I was with L'Oreal. And they all didn't believe me. At least, thank God, Cheung is here. She was part of that team. 
I told them, that trip was a make or mark. I, I'm going to go now as the CEO of L'Oreal. When I'm coming back, I would have decluttered that title. It may happen, may not. All a function of when I get there. I got there and I spoke to my boss, just to give you a perspective. By the grace of God, I was the most senior black man in the world. In that company, at that time. So I had everything that was supposed to make me feel good and comfortable. I was well paid by the grace of God. But... I knew the call of destiny was different. I just was restless. So I came out of the meeting with my boss, cut a long story short, and I called my wife. I said, oh, baby. She said, mm-mm, don't. What? I said, I'm, I'm leaving. I've, I've made up my mind. I've told Jeff. She said, but we discuss this now. She said, ah, anyway, it is well. Once my wife ends with it, it is well. Know that anything after that, just wait till another day. That's posthumous conversation. The next thing I did was to call my father and the Lord, Pastor B. I said, uh, and I passed the message to Pastor. I said, sir, I've decided to move on. September 17th, 2015. There was something I was pursuing that no one could see. Now, my wife was sitting at that time. She said, look at the entire economy behind you. When I mean economy, when you see people, just see economy. <laughs> the first economy was immediate. Akanimo school fees, 36,000 pounds was begging. Where are you going to get this from? I said, the Lord shall supply. Then she looked at my parents, her parents, and everybody, and then the other economy she said, this man you are becoming, are you sure what you are doing? I said, just trust God. I began that journey. Friends, it's been four years by the grace of God. I have had no reason to drop the standards of living. It has been by his grace and his power. Have there been challenges? Plenty. But I'm running that race to win. I'm not trying to obtain something that is not. Let me make it plain to you. During our vigil on Friday with my colleagues in marriage, I came there to share a particular line of scripture, but the Holy Spirit took me on a different dimension. And I started telling them about wondering, how I started wondering. And, you know, things and memory joggers started happening. I told them about a classmate of mine. It was my classmate in primary school, nursery school, I beg your pardon. Actually teaches in a primary school or secondary school, right? about two blocks from where we stay. We're just coming from school to drop our daughter. And then I saw him. I said to my wife, mm. I said, I know this guy. We're together in nursery school. She said, you don't come again. I stopped. And I called him. I said, you are so, so, and so. The guy said, yes. He said, then I reminded him. I said, you were in class of Mrs. Odigwe, yes now, in St. Catherine's Model School. He said, yes. I said, hey, this is, ah, how did you recognize me I said this is my house you know that was a memory jogger instantly that my own classmate nursery school we started the race together stitching in art fine art in a government secondary school and then you now sit yourself and say I'm CEO you're not serious that trophy that's why the US will bang it because what they are running for is just to make a name 
But if you understand there is an eternal purpose for your living, you have a different perspective altogether. And that's what's important. So principle one, run your race to win and run straight to the goal. Be focused. Principle two, stop complaining and disputing. Philippians 2 and verse 14. Philippians 2 and verse 14, 14 to 15. It reads, and I quote, Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. It is so easy when the set man declares, and we know I'm a star, I'm a shining star, I'm not a wandering star. We make all those declarations here. The minute we step out. After singing, I see all the dance steps. But when you get into a different space, Why? You walk in there and you see your classmate. You say, ah, what did you do with your time? What have you done thus far? All that we have been listening to. You know, when I come to that part, you will hear me well. It says, the entrance of your word brings what? And to who? So imagine if you're already complex. You're not simple. You're cluttered. When the word comes and it's looking for a place to settle, it looks at the state of the mind all modeled up you know those days I used to dance John player it would begin to backslide the next time you reveal yourself to you you'll be empty and you're still you're wondering why so much has come out of this vessel of God pastor dominion partners all of us will gather are you not tired of gathering are you not tired of listening? For once, just take heed. We don't take heed. That's why simplicity does not exist. We are all battling for what? Naira and Kobo. Dollar. Or the one that has surname. Pound sterling. So what? See. Now this church, all of us deal. Now this church, we deal. I no go far. Now here I don't date 26 years. Now here I marry. If you see my wife, you know, say, God, don't try for my life. Because this is, <laughs> when I call Obebe, you know, say something, they go down. <laughs> Fantastic woman. And I thank God for her life. That's why she'll continue to reap. I said to her, anytime she's teasing and she'll say, and meanwhile, when he was talking to me, he said his name was ID. I thought he was... Yeah, I, do. I said, if you follow the Dewu, they will be after twins. <laughs> I'm very unique and wonderfully made. My name is Idorian. You know what Idorian means? It means hope. When I appear, every other thing will continually stay full because it's hope. Hope beyond human. That's why my father called me Idorian. He said, you are my hope. The places I've not been able to go to, neither the things I've ever done, you will do it. And he started saying to me, each time he sees me, you say the sun. That makes the father's heart glad. I never knew it was in the scripture until years ago. And each time I look at him, I say, Hey, Papa, at 84, surely the race 
has been good and it will it will end well you will finish well in the mighty name of jesus principle three endurance be strong in grace friends that's what second timothy chapter two says give me second timothy two one to five i'll paraphrase because of time you therefore my son be strong in the grace that is in christ jesus don't despair that's what he's saying don't write off yourself and the things that you have heard from me among my witnesses commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others so pause now that is the real essence of verse 27 that is please give me that that line again and the things that you have heard from me this was paul to timothy among many witnesses all right commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also pastor has transferred this is the seven of us here to you and i we are timothy that's what paul is writing he says hey commit this to who faithful men are you faithful if you're not faithful you can't see the results it will to be an illusion optical illusion who will also who will be able to teach others how many are you teaching who are you transferring that current to and yet you are looking for a mercedes benz friends in 2015 i started preparing for my exit i was telling my friends over the video and it's all glory to god i had a mercedes jeep a friend of mine came into the house he lives not too far from us about three four minutes and he said to me, ah, oh boy, just joking, Leo. Because I always say, now from sleep, then I learn how to die. Now from play, play, monkey, they take, then they take catch monkey. Now play, play, you go take catch monkey. So I don't take any idle words. Because you would have meant it before saying it. I myself, I'm also, you know who I am. By the grace of God. So he said to me, oh boy, if you sell this, your motto, give me all. That is, you will sell this car of yours to me. I said, eh, you want it? Make an offer. He said, five million, which was far less than the price. I said, okay, you can have it. And he looked at me. He said, ah, just like that. I said, just when you talk, I'm going to be just like that. <laughs> and he said, I said, and I asked the security to give me the keys. And I gave it to him. I said, it's yours. I'll send you my details. That was it. Now, I didn't consult with my wife. When I got in, I said, oh baby, I don't, this person don't buy. She just kept quiet. I remember memory jogger. Many years ago, when we were at uh, Ifako, a brother went to the house and said, Bridie said I should carry the color television. My wife said, just one day, don't let, when you are giving away the house, just remember that we are inside, just tell me ahead. <laughs> but he took that car. The minute he took the car, a week after I bought a G-Wagon, he had not paid me. When we finished, I started disposing, I was disposing those cars because of the now. Because I know, when I go to anywhere with the G-Wagon, my driver MNK then, G-Wagon powerful, my driver MNK dropped me at the airport and I forgot something in there, in the car. I was traveling out and he brought it and ran inside and said, ah, oga, oga. Gave it to me. I said, thank you. I went on my trip. When I came back, he brought the G-Wagon and he said, oga, this is the way he speaks. He said, 
Okay, this car get power. You don't go believe, say, that day when I just pack on meet you when you they come out. Now, so they no clamp. Then clamp every motor, they no touch this one. Yeah? He said, from today, now this one I'm going to take on karaoke. And so, anytime we are going for any event, America will watch the G-Wagon. And truly, when you get to any gate, any function, the gates go open. But I sold it. The minute I knew that I was taking a walk into destiny, I sold it because those things will, believe me, begin to think you are still there. When, <clears throat> bros, all that money we they collect, you don't get K-leg. You need to start from the scratch. Turn to my neighbor. Our neighbor came over. I wanted to buy a Land Cruiser. I said, oh, wait, go. Dispose of it. All of those cars went. And as I stand before you, I can tell you, because the tax man is listening, I don't have any car registered in my name. I don't have any car. I drive vehicles, but they don't belong to me. Why? The next car is on the way. Far better than whatever you imagined. It's because those things don't matter. They're just tools. And yet you want to, you want to let people see that you have G-Wagon. It's the open door. Is that all? After that, waiting else. Principle number. Capture the now frequency. Through total belief in the providence of God, friends. Mrs. B taught us last Sunday that providence is the workings of God behind the scenes. To achieve his purpose. Isaiah 14 verse 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to what? And as I have purposed, so it shall stand. Just stretch to verse 27 for me. Just stretch to 27. Just stretch to 27. For the Lord of hosts has purposed. And who will annul it? God has purposed something great for you. He puts it in a package called his word. He sets a man to come and share it to you. Faithful men. So you can run with it. Now, how do you run with it? If your mind is not cluttered. His hand is stretched out. And who will turn it back? No one. No situation. So if you are in a despair... If you're wondering why, how, what, check, 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 check your system. Not just your system, the operating system. If you have an iPhone, it's an iOS. Hmm? Version what? If you are still in 10.1, you're already stale. They've moved. There's been an upgrade. If you're Android and you're using gingerbread, that is years ago. Gingerbread can't carry you anywhere now. Those that understand what I'm saying understand. All of you just update. You don't know that there's a name to that thing you're updating. Find out. Otherwise, you'll be still, when they say gingerbread, eh, ginger tea bread, otuma nufun. Principle five. Hard work and perseverance are key drivers of character and hope. Romans five verse four. Let's quickly look at that and now look at one more principle. Quickly. Romans five verse four. Okay, just backtrack a bit. Just give it to me from three. Let me take it so I can create that string. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. So you must glory in this process. Knowing that tribulation produces what? Perseverance. Look at the Nigerian quartet. And that really, 
U.S. Almost 100 meters, almost 50 meters gap. But they persevered. Continue, continue. I'm still. And perseverance, character. And character what? Hard work and perseverance. They are key drivers of character and hope. Principle number six. Avoid being hindered. Don't get discouraged and give up. Acts chapter 20 verse 22. Quickly. Acts chapter 20 verse 22. Here's Paul. He says, and see, now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there. Except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations are with me. Did this stop him? So why are you being hindered? Why? That the things you see before you are obstacles, they're nothing. They're just springboards, man. They're nothing. Don't be afraid. Principle seven, simplicity. Friends, this is embedded in the word of God. If you read the Bible, the Bible gives you light. And the more light you obey, the more light that is given. The simplicity that is found in the Bible imparts understanding even to the simple. Friends, in closing, I will share a short prayer. There's a quote by James Penny that I'd like to read to your knowledge. Getting rid of everything that doesn't matter allows you to remember who you are. Simplicity doesn't change who you are. It brings you back to who you are. One thing that may, one thing that may be affecting you is the crowd effect or commentaries being run or could even be the toxic relationships you are keeping. Strangers who appear to be partners, yet they are destiny amputators and destiny killers. The Lord will deliver us from such in Jesus' name. Amen. To cap this message, I'd like to take one or two prayer points and we'll close. Shall we rise? Let's start with John chapter 3 and verse 27. I love that scripture and with the way pastor gave the exposition on Sunday, it brought out something in me. John answered and said, a man can receive nothing, repeat with me, unless it has been given to him from heaven. The first prayer point is, is in Psalm 69 and verse 1. And we're going to pray. Say to you, ask God, say, Father, may I not overrun myself. Save me, O God. For the waters have come up to my neck. The waters have gotten to the point where you are saying you want to write off yourself. I want you to pray. Pray, 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 pray this morning and say, save me, O God. Even though the waters have come to my neck. It does not take away the fact that a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him. Father, we thank you for the dimension of grace that you are releasing into the house this morning. To everyone that has listened to me or watching by, through live streaming. That they will understand that it's not time to write themselves off. That it's time for them to stay in the courtyard of hard work and perseverance. Because character and hope, hope in the Lord... The truth that will stand, that you grant us that grace to continue this race. In Jesus' mighty name. Quickly, let's take Psalm 27 and verse 4. Quickly, and then we'll close from that. 
there are other prayer points I have, but for the sake of time, 27 and 4, it says, One thing I've desired of the Lord. Friends, what do you desire? What do you desire? Tell him that which you desire. Do you seek to want to dwell in his house all the days of your life to hold the beauty of his holiness? Or you are putting your trust in cars, in material things, not desiring what he desires. So how will you not be frustrated? Ask God to help you this day. Ask him to rechannel your thoughts and put you in the right concourse in the spirit. Father, we have no other place to go to but to you. We are running to you, Father. Put that shield on us. Spirit of the living God, there is no other secret but you. Because you teach us all things. And so your people are released from every despair in the name of Jesus. We are plugged in into the eternal life that is in Christ Jesus. And by your grace, Father, we will do all things because you are with us. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus' most wonderful name we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's Word. I pray that the Word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.